Blog Talk Radio. Sugar cookies. Chill 
children eagerly await a visit from a man that has become known as Santa Claus. Parents are going from store to store, trying to find exactly what their children want for Christmas. Toys such as the PlayStation 5, the Wii game, and LOL surprise have become hot commodities throughout this Christmas season. One man is even said to have paid over $1,000 for a PlayStation 5, which normally costs around $500. Hello, somebody. These things have heightened our anticipation of Christmas 2022. Have I got a witness this evening? When we tune into our favorite radio stations, we hear songs such as, Gee Whiz, It's Christmas. We hear, What Do the Lonely Do at Christmas? Come on, somebody, if you know what I'm talking about. Then we can't forget about the temptations, Solid Night, Holy Night. All is calm and all is bright. And then we sing, please come home for Christmas. If not for Christmas, by New Year's night. These are all sights and sounds that let us know that Christmas is coming. I wish I had one witness this evening. We spend a lot of time planning who we are going to put on our Christmas list and who we are going to purchase gifts for. We go from store to store trying to find that perfect gift. Everyone seems to be in a big hurry at Christmas time. Our lives seem to be on a big treadmill of rush, 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 and buy, buy, buy. We don't seem to have time for a simple conversation anymore. There's even a story told about a 97-year-old woman who was so in a hurry to go Christmas shopping that she was caught madly speeding down Interstate 95, driving like a crazy old woman at 85 miles per hour. The police pulled her over and said, Ma'am, why were you speeding? The old lady simply replied, why I wasn't speeding at all. The sign back there said I-95, and I wasn't even close to going 95 miles per hour, and I need to go Christmas shopping. All we have on our mind is Christmas shopping. But I stopped by to ask you tonight, don't forget to put Jesus on your Christmas list. So my brothers and sisters, you see everyone is in a hurry at Christmas time and going nowhere. But I stop by tonight with all of our planning. What do we plan to give Jesus this Christmas? After all, it is his birthday. Shouldn't he be the one on our Christmas list? I wish I had one witness up in here this evening. That is why I stopped by to tell you, don't forget to put Jesus on your Christmas list. Putting Jesus on your Christmas list won't cost you anything 
or it won't require any money. You won't have to go to J.C. Penney's, Macy's, or even to Nordstrom. Talking about putting Jesus on your Christmas list. I hope you know what Jesus I'm talking about. But just in case somebody is listening that do not know this Jesus, the same Jesus that was heralded by the angels, born in a lonely manger, the same Jesus, the Virgin Mary was his mother, and Joseph was his earthly father. The same Jesus that three wise men came from afar. They were guided by a shining star. Somebody said, Jesus, Jesus, oh, what a wonderful child. That is the Jesus that we are celebrating. Come on, somebody, and say amen. We ought to remember Jesus because he is the greatest gift that we will ever receive. Hello, somebody. I wish I had somebody in here who could testify tonight that God is great. Come on and help me testify if you can. He is so great that he woke you and I up this morning, started us on our way, allowed us to see another day. Ah, we could have been dead somewhere, I tell you, sleeping in our grave. But God told death to stand back and behave. Come on, somebody. So I stopped by to remind somebody to put Jesus on your Christmas list. The wise men gave Jesus their substance. Mary gave Jesus herself. Joseph gave Jesus his wife. The angels gave Jesus their song. The shepherds gave Jesus their support. So what are you going to give Jesus this Christmas? In case you are wondering, what can you give Jesus? After all, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He has all the riches in the palm of his hands. They even tell me that the city he lives in, the streets are paved with gold. Have I got a witness? So what can we give a man like that? Well, I'm glad that you asked. There are three gifts that the Holy Spirit told me to share with you tonight that we should give Jesus. I would like to share these three gifts with you tonight. First and foremost, we should give Jesus our love, for love is the cornerstone of all Christianity. We need to realize that God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son to be born in a lonely manger. Love is twofold. It reaches toward God, and then it reaches toward our neighbors. Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy soul, and thy mind, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So let us this Christmas, Reach out to someone who is needy and less fortunate. Let us feed some homeless person who don't have any Christmas dinner on his or her table. As the songwriter said, think of your fellow man. Lend him a helping hand. Put a little love in your heart. And if we only do that, truly this world would be a better place for you and for me. Can I get one witness? 
True love, I tell you, put others ahead of yourself and give yourself without reservation. That is the kind of love that we <laughs> should give Christ. Gift of love is the most powerful gift of all. When we look back, our four parents didn't have any money in the bank. They didn't have any decent shoes on their feet, nor did they live in a luxurious home. But all they had was the love of God weighing down in their hearts. That kind of love will cause you to reach down to help somebody who is less fortunate. It will cause you to stop by and bless a homeless person who don't have adequate shelter, especially on a cold night like tonight. This love, I tell you, will cause you to buy toys for some boy or some girl who don't have any under our Christmas tree. Talking about the love of God, agape love. That love runs from heart to heart and breath to breath. Ah, let us not look down on someone just because they are less fortunate. For Dr. King once said that we should never look down on a man unless we are willing to pick him up. So this Christmas, let us show the love of Christ by picking somebody up that had fallen by the wayside and putting them on the right track and putting them on the road that leads to Christ. The second gift that we should give Jesus is our loyalty. The wise men who saw the stars shining in the east taught us a lesson in loyalty. Not only did they pursue their journey with diligence and against all odds, they refused the bribes of all earthly kings because their loyalty was anchored in God himself. So it is with us. We need to be loyal to Jesus in spite of what is going on around us because this joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. We may not have the money that we may want this Christmas. We may not have all the Christmas gifts that we want. We even may be sick in our body, but I tell you this joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. And somebody may be listening in tonight with pain in their body, he might be experiencing trouble on every hand, but don't let that steal your joy. I stop by tonight to tell you, no matter what you are facing this Christmas, you just keep on trusting, keep on being loyal to Jesus, and everything will be all right. So let us give Jesus our loyalty. Finally, my brothers and my sisters, we need to give Jesus our talent. We all have special abilities and unique talents. Our talents are not the same. They may not be equal in number or variety, but they are all gifts from God, and we must use them to the glory of God. I believe that God has endowed each of his children to be good at something, for God equips each of us with a talent 
that we are great at. I stop by to tell somebody tonight that whatever your talent may be, whether it is singing in the choir, praying on the deacon board, or ushering, or even mowing the church lawn, we need to use it to the glory of God and to the best of your ability for the advancement of God's kingdom. Hello, somebody. Don't worry about what you don't have, but just worry about what you have and use it for the master. I can't help from serving God and giving God my talents because he has been too good to me. If my grandmother was here, she would say he'd been better to me than I've been to myself. Have I got one witness? I don't know about you, but let the truth be told. Jesus can get along without me, but I have the sense enough to know that we can't get along without Jesus. Oh, I need him every step along this pilgrim journey. I wish I had somebody who knows that they need Jesus tonight. And so this year, when I make my Christmas list and check it twice, I will make absolutely sure that I have not forgotten about Jesus because he did not forget about us. Hell, I got somebody this evening. Ah, uh, I wish I had somebody that could help me testify that if it had not been for the Lord on our side, we don't know where we would be in spite of all that is happening in the world today with COVID-19 growing inflation in a failing stock market. We must still put our trust in Jesus. We must give Jesus our love, our loyalty, and our talents. I am glad that this Christmas I put Jesus on my Christmas list. I said I put Jesus on my Christmas list. And I hope when you do your last-minute shopping that you will not forget to include Jesus. I'm not worried about getting my name on Santa Claus' list. And it don't matter if I don't get anything for Christmas. But I do want to put my name on Jesus' list. That is the only name that I am worried about. I'm not worried about the one who comes dressed in a red suit, who they call Santa Claus. But I'm worried about the one dressed in crimson red, whose name is Jesus. Have I got a witness? I'm not worried about the one riding on a sleigh. But I'm worried about the one who will come back one day riding on a white horse. Have I got one witness? Because one of these days, I said one of these days, y'all might as well and help me close this evening. I said one of these days, Jesus is showing up coming to town. So you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout, and if you just hold on, I'm going to tell you why. Because Jesus is coming to town. I said Jesus is coming to town, and church is making a list, checking it right. 
and he is so not going to find out who is naughty or nice. That is why I urge you to put Jesus on your Christmas list, because I want my name in the book of life. I said one of these days, Jesus is showing enough coming back, looking for a church without a spot or wrinkle. I wish I had one witness that knows that some glad morning when this life is over, we will all fly away and be at home in God's hands. We will all see Jesus face to face, that same Jesus that was born in a lowly manger, that same Jesus that raised the dead one day, that same Jesus that they hung high and stretched wide, that same Jesus that they pierced at his side, that same Jesus that died all night long, but he didn't stay dead, for it was early, it was early, it was early Sunday morning that he got up with all power and his hands. I heard those that have been listening in to don't forget to put Jesus on your Christmas list. Somebody out there in radio land might still be confused. But my brothers and my sisters, Every day we have the grand opportunity to put Jesus on our Christmas list. By reaching out to touch someone, by lending a helping hand to that person who you know is in need. On our daily walk, we always have some opportunity to help our fellow brother or sister. You may be in the grocery store. You may be on your job. You might be even in the house of the Lord. We always need to reach out and touch somebody. For then and only then will this world be a better place. Christ, my brothers and sisters, said it best when he said, When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was sick, you visited me. And when I was in prison, you came to see about me. He went on to say, when you have done it all to the least, you have also done it all to me. So this Christmas, make it a very special effort to bless somebody who is less fortunate, and I can assure you that you in return will be blessed because ultimately you are blessing the face of God. So put Jesus on your Christmas list. At this time, I should turn it back over in the hands of the five-fold ministry. We thank you for listening in, and might everyone have a Merry Christmas and a most prosperous New Year. Again, you are listening to the Reverend Dr. James Jones from Montrose, Virginia. Yes, God bless you. Truly, we had to hear that one more time from Dr. Jones. Truly, he has really, really given us the word and something to think about. Have we put Jesus on our Christmas list? God bless you, and happy holidays to you, and in United States, Merry Christmas. Truly, 
We love the Lord. And you are listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. As you just heard again, Dr. James Jones, the message was so profound. I spoke to him yesterday, and I told him that we had to repeat that broadcast because it had some good points that with all that we're doing, all the shopping, everybody in mind, the holiday itself, do not forget the reason for the season, that when Jesus was born, how we should behold that lamb, that he is the light of the world. God bless you again. Let us listen to Tamitha Man, now behold the lamb. And happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you. Amen.
Yes, the songwriter says, Now behold the Lamb. God bless you again. Happy holidays to you. And we thank you so much for tuning in to us here in United States. I am Apostle Margie Mercer. Good morning to all of you all over the world. We say hello to China, England, Russia, Africa, the Arab nations, Pakistan, Palestine. We want to say hello to Canada, Hawaii, this United States, all over the world. God bless you. This is our commemoration. This is our celebration. This is our special time of year. We don't know the day and we don't know the hour, but this is the time that we celebrate the birth of Christ. God bless you, and happy birthday to our Jesus. Whenever that day is, we want to say we love the Lord all over the world. You know, it's so very important that we need to just remember God. You know, I was talking to the Lord, and I said, God, what would you have me to say to your people And he gave me something really unique to say to you, so I want you to stay tuned and to listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. If you would like to write us, our P.O. Box is 9786. That's Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, it is the Fivefold Ministries. P.O. Box 9786, Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. If you would like to call in for prayer or if you just like to have a comment, our phone number is 410-661-4103. Again, that's 410-661-4103. God bless you so much for listening to the Firefold Ministry broadcast. Truly, we are blessed to see another holiday here in the United States. It is our Christmas time of the year. God bless you, and thank you again for tuning in to the Firefold Ministry broadcast. We want you to sit back and relax now. As we just abase ourselves, as we just sit back and just enjoy the Lord. And I want us at this time to just listen to Jeff Majors as we open up with our songs 23 and God bless you.
Songwriter says that I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Again, you're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. And this is our disclaimer as we play the different songs of different artists. The music belongs to them, the music belongs to the artists. We are here to glorify the sounds of Zion, to play music that can uplift us to inspire us, and to give us hope that we want to encourage you to hear these CDs and go out to buy them and to enjoy. Again, the music belongs to the artist, and this is our disclaimer. Well, we thank you for tuning in on this Christmas morning. We want to say happy holidays to you. You know, I was looking at the news in all over the world there is some glimpse of celebration. Uh, you can see the lights are lit up in different nations of the of the world, as well as some little uh, holiday uh, treats. You can see the little bows. You can see different ones are getting presents together, and we wish you a happy holiday. As we heard from uh, Dr. Jones earlier, Dr. James Jones, that he was reminding us, the reason for the season, that we are not to forget to put Jesus under that Christmas tree, to put Jesus down in our heart. The reason for this particular season of celebration is the celebration of Christ's birth. Truly, through that birth, that we have opportunity for eternal life. We ask everyone, if you could, at this particular time to mute your phone as we get ready to go into the inner courts and behind the veil of worship. 
as we said before, um, this is our disclaimer, so you will hear different songs that belong to the artist, but we want to encourage you to sit back and relax and enjoy your holidays. I can smell it through the phone that I can smell those cooking of those turkey, the ham or different uh uh, things that are being prepared, the collard greens, the cabbages. I know this is going to be a treat today. A lot of you I know are going over to Mama's house or to Grandmother's house, family and friends, and bring those cakes and pies. Truly, you're going to have a celebration. We just want you just to enjoy and remember the reason for the season is because of our Lord and our Savior that we are so blessed to even to have that type of celebration. Let us even have a, a little commemoration, as I told you before, that my mom, and, and I love her so, that she exposed me to so many types of music. And this is one of Mother's favorite. Let us listen to Nat King Cole, because truly that was a holy time when Jesus was born. Amen. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pine. And the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder break A new and glorious morn That was one of my mom's favorite Christmas songs, that that holy night when Christ was born. You know, as I said earlier, I was looking over the news, and I saw some things I just want to encourage you. That it's very sad when you see little animals are walking around this cold during this time of season, and they are just looking for some type of love or someone just to show mercy to them so that they're able to maybe go in a house or be by uh, in some heat or have a blanket. You know, it's, it's very sad when you see all the little animals or that's out in the cold or displaced. The weather here in the United States was like 17 degrees. Some uh, cities was 20 degrees, and the little dogs and cats are just walking the street and looking for shelter. 
I will ask everyone all over the world, if you see any little animals, you know, take them to a place of rescue. If you could, take them in your home. Uh, Give them, you know, some bread or some water, but let them come inside where it's warm because truly God made the animals for us that we could have them as pets and that God gave that to us so that as human beings we could have some little comfort. So I just want to encourage you. I was looking at the different displaced animals or how they are out in the cold in the woods, and especially when we have those fires here in the United States that so many of them have lost their home as well as human beings. I want to encourage you as well that as you see different ones that may, uh, you know, be at a shelter, you know, today is our Christmas here in the United States. Do go there and take that basket, take some food, take some clothing, give them a hug and wish them a holiday. It's nice to have family, but families have been displaced as well. So we want to just show love this holiday season. It could have been us. So, you know, we just want to make sure that as we show other people that we wish them to a happy holiday, that we want to be able to embrace them and just to give them maybe some uh, type of baskets. I tell people all the time to donate to the American Red Cross as well as the Mercy Ship and try to at least at least go in and drop off clothes or whatever that you have, you know, to family and the little children, those that's in the orphans or the hospitals, they were showing different ones that they're not able to be with their family and friends that, you know, we have a lot to be grateful for, that truly so many people, those that's in the hospitals, those that have been displaced, homes have been destroyed, those that have been sick, that our God can do anything but fail. But it is up to us to show the love, to show the kindness, and to show the respect that we are God's light to the world and that we have a chance to show someone that they're not forgotten, that God loves them. So he is dependent on you to be the light for him and to give a person some hope. As I said before, it's very important that all of us should be grateful that we have a chance to show love to one another. Again, you're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and let us listen to Be Grateful. God bless you. Amen.
Songwriter says, be grateful because someone else would love to be in your shoes. You know, it's a blessing when you can just see what God has done in your life, has given you the opportunity to love each other, to love family as well, to love yourself, but to be in the land of the living. Don't you know this is that Christmas morning that you should get up and be grateful, get up and call different loved ones, even your enemies, get up and say hello and even wish them a happy holiday and show forgiveness. You know, I was talking to the Lord and I was praying. I said, God, what is the message that you want me to tell your people? As a prophet of God that we, uh, you know, we have dreams, we have visions, as well as we speak with us to the Lord of hosts. And the Lord gave me something to tell you all, that he wants you to know that he loves you so much that not only is it written in his word in the Old Testament and the New, not only we've heard about it all our lives, that we have seen the evidence of it, based on what the prophecies have been written down as well as what the prophets have said, that your God loves you so much that he sent himself his only begotten son. You know, a lot of people sometimes may not understand that why would God do that? Why would he send Jesus to the earth? Some know that, okay, he's here to show us a better way that what we're going through. But, you know, my God made it very, very plain that he want us to know that Jesus was sent because of his love for us, that he is that father that has made us, and he has taken responsibility to make sure as his children that we are provided for that we are not only provided that he made things far as minerals or uh, those things where we could have a roof over our head and the vegetations where we could have food to eat as well as water to drink and clothes on our back. But God makes sure as a good parent that he have not forgotten us and he's within reach. So many times, you know, that you hear about, that children have been displaced like myself or parents have been separated, but our God stayed there to the very end, that he even said, okay, I made this land, I made this creation, 
I made these human beings, and they need more of me, that he made sure that his presence from the very beginning of time, even with Adam and Eve, that he walked in the cool of the day, even when they was disobedient as children, he was right there to provide for them as a good parent, that God loves you. He loves you dearly, that not only did he put breath in your body, but he wanted to show you that when you take up this cross of Christ, when we go through all the things in our life, when we go through all of that, he understands. And this is what um, he laid upon my heart to say to you, and I'm going to say what thus said the Lord of hosts. God said that Jesus was born for our pain, the heavy burdens that we carry, and for our tears. Jesus was born for our uncertainties, not knowing what will happen next, or the confusions that we may have in our mind. Christ was born to show us a better way, a way out with hope. Jesus fulfilled the scriptures. He filled old prophecy as well as new, and that according to Jeremiah 29 and 11, he knows the plans that he had for our life. Jesus was born to help us with our challenges. Jesus was born to help us go through our struggles. Jesus was born to save us after death that we might have eternal life. Jesus is the light, is the example, is the sacrifice that give us hope for a better tomorrow. He showed us a better way. He showed us a way through love, through forgiveness, through trust in God's word, that we could have eternal life if we would believe that he is God, the Son, who was sent to die for us on Calvary so that we could have eternal life. Jesus is the love that God has for us. God wants us to love our families. God wants us to love ourselves. God wants us to have the courage to stand in spite of all those difficulties and to live the rest of your life in hope, in his promise. His promise says, and live according to what he said in his word that he's able to do in spite of any suffering any pain that you go through, that God will have the victory in your life if you will accept Christ. God wants you to forgive your enemies, but first you got to forgive yourself. Jesus died on the cross for us so that we can have eternal life that he loves you so, that he is the Son of God, and he is our beloved. Amen. 
God wants me to tell you today that he loves you and that he don't want you to give up on hope, that he got this, is in his hands, that he's in charge. So many times that many of you sometimes may suffer, and you may ask yourself, where is God? Well, he's there. That he wants us to be wise in our suffering, to see the things that have caused us pain, to separate ourselves from that, the mistakes that we have made so that we do not put ourselves back in diverse temptation. A lot of times things happen to innocent people, but God said, blessed are the meek, say they shall inherit the earth. That he's with you, beloved. He knows your suffering. He knows your pain. But most importantly, he knows the outcome in your life. He got it. You know, it's very sad when you think about how our Lord was born, how he was ridiculed, ostracized, talked about, belittled, challenged. Even some say, isn't this Mary's baby, isn't this Joseph's son, underestimated. But in spite of, he kept going to show love and hope to a hurting world and generation of people that his God was able. Hey, hallelujah. In spite of it, this Christmas morning, we don't know the day, the hour, or the time, but the birth of Christ is so very important for our victory that we have victory now over death, that we have victory, that we can crowd our our Father, and that he will be there to ease the pain and it will stop. The tears will dry up when we turn it over to God. He has sent that Holy Spirit as our comforter to give us hope, hey, in a dying, dry situation. God loves you. And his message is that he understands what we're going through. This is why Jesus was born. You know, so many times if you even try to compare it, there is no comparison. But when you look at a father who have made children in this world, would not he provide coat, clothes, cover, shelter, food, and he will be there in times of trouble to uplift, edify, and encourage you got to believe that God is able to do anything but fail. Those of you can remember those times when you call on God, he was there. When you was in a hospital room and all hope seemed like it was lost and you said, Jesus, hey, hallelujah. When the doctors was monitoring you or your heart or he was monitoring your blood pressure, he was monitoring those vital signs. And you were just holding on to the edge of your seat and said, God, help me. He got it. God got you, beloved. Even in your suffering and pain, he has it. So many things are happening all over the world, but he don't want us to lose focus. That how we can get through this thing is to trust him and his word, to have hope, to have patience, and to have love. You got to forgive yourself too, because sometimes as human beings we make some silly mistakes. But God understands that. That's why He said He would forgive you seven times seven. But I want to say to you today that this is a new day that you woke up in the land of the living. Put a smile on your face. 
take your bath, comb your hair, hold your head up, and feel good that you're in the land of the living. So many have not made it, but you are alive and that you have a chance for everlasting life to get it right. Call that mother, call that father, call that family member, and say happy holidays. Each and every day, try to be kind and show love one to another. We all have suffered at the hands of others sometimes, but we got to forgive. That if God has forgiven us and the things that we have done, truly we can forgive those that have done things to us. That God loves you today. That truly the night of Christ's birth was such a special night that we have a chance for victory. Amen. I'd like to play another one of Mother's favorite. <laughs> she has such a beautiful range, and I love this lady here. I say if I ever could sing, I want to sing like her. Let us listen to Mahalia Jackson and Silent Night. What a beautiful night that our Lord and Savior was born. Amen.
Christ, our Savior, is born. Truly, that is the love of God. That would be the title, The Love of God. If you want a scripture reference, you can look at John, the first chapter, verses 13 and 16. That's John 1, verses 13 and 16. Simply, the love of God. That God loves us so much that he became a human being, and that he sacrificed himself and sent his only begotten son, Jesus, so that we could have a chance for everlasting life. You know, the scripture of John, it provides the evidence that Jesus is the son of God and that when we can believe on him that we can have eternal life, that through that birth, through the birth of Christ, that that is the hope for the whole mankind. Like a good father, he saw the chaos, all the hell, all the unfairness, things that was happening to his creation that he had made. You know, it's, it's almost for lack, I can't even compare it when I talk about God but to make it simple enough so we can understand it here is the human nature. It's like a father uh, have a male child, and he see him outside fighting. He's not going to shut the door and let him get beat up or let him suffer or go through pain. A good father will step in. 
A good father will try to break up the fight. A good father will try to protect his son. A good father will be there at a time when a child needs him the most. A good father doesn't turn his back. A good father don't let him cry by himself. A good father won't let him suffer the pain by himself. A good father loves him so much that he don't want to see us sad, crying, hurt, displaced, no hope, no no way out. No, a good father look at us as his beloved. Give us a hug and wipe our eyes and tell us it's going to be all right. A good father help us to find a way out. A good father will try to give us a solution to our problems. A good father will give us advice or try to help us and guide us. That's why he sent the Bible. He sent the Bible so that, look, use this as a guide. This will help you how to live in the life that I have created. Look at these words. These are my promises. This is my written declaration. This is my written contract that I made to you. I'm not going to break it because I'm a God that cannot lie. If I say you have eternal life, if I say I will be with you always, if I say if you will call on my name, I will be there. That's a good father. He's dependable. He's reliable. That we can say, Abba, Father, he's there. We can ask for hope, and he will have miracles, signs, and wonders for things are sure. That if he feed the birds, he's going to feed us. If he take care of the little animals, those of us walking up and down the road with human nature, he'll make sure we're taken care of. God can do anything but fail. Did he not put the sun and the heaven and the moon up in the stars in his universe? Is there not a supply of that it reproduces itself, even the fish and fowl of the air, and even as many people as it is, that even though they are water, even if they make it dirty, that God has even supplied the water that through even the time itself, that mammon came up out the ground and the waters cried from the rocks and rain come from heaven. Oh, hallelujah. Our God is able. Our God sits high and look low. Low enough to see us, all these millions of people, he hears our prayer. Isn't it amazing that I could pray something that only me and God knows about, but then I hear your testimony that you said something to God and he heard it and he proved himself time and time again. That's God. So many people that he's able to hear each one of our prayers, and we have the evidence that we know we told God that, and he did that very thing, gave us the job or the home helped us with sickness in our body. Hey, hallelujah, that's a great God. That's a a God that's supreme. He loves you so much that he said, all right, that not only I'm going to make sure that everything is provided for my child, but I'm going to be there to give him hope. You know, he said that he had so many different ones to say what thus said the Lord of God. His prophets was able to dream dreams and to see visions. And they told his people things that God was saying. Sometimes men get hard-headed. They don't want to listen. But God loves you so much 
that he said, okay, I'm going to send my son, my only son. Can you imagine that your only begotten son of yourself, that I'm going to send this last one to go in there, knowing that he's going to turn him down, hurt him, and kill him. But he loves us so much. So look here. In over 2,000 years, there's going to come a Margie that's going to make some mistakes, that's going to be misunderstood, that's going to be set back, that's going to be treated unfairly, talked about, scandalized. There, this Margie, but there's way down deep that she loves me, that she has faith in what her mother told her, that there's a God, there's a son named Jesus. And if I could believe on him, I could have the victory. I'm going to die for her because I can see it that some called him a prophet that he was able to see years and generations. He already knew what was going to happen. It was already written in that Lamb Book of Life. Hey, hallelujah, that God loved us so much. He sent his son to walk, to be born. You know, I I hear sometimes people were saying, well, he wasn't born at the end. It wasn't enough room um, that it was they had to turn it away. Thank God that they did. This was a holy child that needed to be separated. This was a special birth that needed a quiet place, a a resting place, not a bunch of confusion, in and out, overlooked. This was special. The focus needed to be on this holy child. That silent night, oh, holy night, when that baby was born, I hope for mankind that we were able to have this experience, to see that shining star that says that this is the Christ that came to earth to save mankind. Oh, hallelujah. You are so special to God. Can you imagine the creator himself walking in the cool of the day, breathing breath in our body? Can you imagine laying in a hospital bed when they want to pull the plugs and all hope is lost? But then all of a sudden they look at the machines and there's a sign of life or there's faith in someone who won't uh, say, let's let's cut the tie, but they want to trust God. Or even those who had to, knowing they got eternal life. He has made it all possible that we are not without hope. Jesus is and will ever be your chance, your chance for victory. It says here that he loves us so much. Yes, he does. He's not self-centered. He's not thinking about his self. You know, a lot of times, you know, God is trying to show us it's not about me, myself, and I. That part of the requirements for eternal life is to love someone like you love yourself. Love someone better than yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. How can we not show love right here to one another, but then we want eternal life, or some of us want to go to heaven, as they say, but we don't like the different nations of people or denominations of people or the genders of people. How do we expect to be housed in eternal life? And I don't like this one because he's Jew. I don't like this one because he's Gentile. I don't like this because he's black. I don't like this one because he's white. God forbid. God wants us to love here on earth. We can make a big difference when we pray one for another. 
when we just try to be kind one for another. You know, I remember myself, I was in a situation I wanted to go so bad because I was being mistreated. I wasn't being respected. And I was allowing myself to be abused. I wanted to go so bad. And I heard my God say, stay. I said, God, why would I stay in the, in the middle of a lion's den? Why would I stay, God, that where I'm being nailed to the cross, why would I stay when I'm being hurt? But God had to show me that in the midst of my suffering, that I had to get a backbone. I had to get tough skin. I had to see what the strength inside of myself that I can withstand things. Sometimes when we suffer, we want to run out without even trying to make the peace or if you got an off or you want to make sure that you're able to settle with things before you shake the dust off your feet and say goodbye, you want to show that love. And if it don't settle, then you're gone. I thank God for my experience because through that storm, it made me understand the suffering of others, the pain of others. It gave me a better picture because I'm ready to cut out <laughs> anything, a, a little spark, I'm gone. But God says stay, and I'm so glad I did because when I stayed, God showed me that it, it pulled me closer. When I stayed, somebody else's life was spared. When I stayed, it was some hope for someone else. I would say to all those parents out there, don't leave your children at a time or leave your family at a time that they need you. You have to stay. You may not be comfortable. It may not be in your best interest, but stay until God tells you to leave. There's a reason. Somebody might be dependent on you. They could die that next day. But you could be able to just give them hope or encouragement or give them a prayer, talk to them. You can save them from that bullet. You can save them from that death. You can save them from that corner that they made was get ready to take. I thank God that I stayed. I was able to encourage a young man with his family. And when he got sick on deathbed that he called me and I was able to pray him through. Had I left, I would have never even met the man. But I thank God that God have us a reason for each season that we are blessing to somebody else. Yes, Jesus suffered. And he said, pick up your cross. You're going to suffer. You're going to get talked about. You're going to get abused. You're going to get used. But guess what? That through it all, Christ was born. Through it all, that we were able to have the victory. How tough is your skin? to know that your God can do anything in your life but fail, beloved. He loves you. God wants me to tell you that he loves you so much. Having a relationship with him, his word, his promises, and to believe on the death and burial and resurrection of his son is to help you to have the victory. He did not leave you as a fatherless child. He did not leave you as a motherless child. He did not turn his back when he made you. He offered up his son so that you could have the victory. Yes, you can. In your prayer life, you're going to have the victory. Hey, when look like all hope is lost, you trust God. Just touch the hem of his garment. 
Some of you could go through suffering and persecution of others, but guess what? Your day is coming for victory. There's nothing too hard for God if you believe it. My mom always said, daughter, if you make one step, God will make two. There was times I couldn't even make a step, and God still covered me. I felt his presence. I felt his hope. I felt his mercy. I felt his love. Hey, I felt his grace. My father, Abba Father, can do anything but fail. On this Christmas morning all over the world, some of us have been sad. Some of us felt a setback. Some of us has even given up or lost hope. As you see others that's jolly or you see others that's doing that celebration, but God want me to tell you he loves you so much that you got some greater. What you have is the knowledge of faith is acceptance of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection and hope of eternal life. Won't you join me today all over the world? Jesus took on that death. He took on the sickness. He took on our enemies. He took on everything that people have done to us so that we can have victory today. Today is a celebration. No more tears today. No more disappointed today. No more hanging your head down today. No more feeling sad today. This is one day out of all days of the year. We don't know the day or the hour, but we're going to say, Hallelujah, Christ is born. That we have hope for tomorrow. That we have salvation that can save us today. And our destiny is in. God's hand. I want to say to you, if you're not saved at this time, I would like you to come and try the God that I've, I've asked to know and learn to know and learn to love. Say, God, come into my heart. I'm not a perfect human being. I make mistakes. God, I am so sorry. I'm asking you, God, to give me another chance so I can have a chance to feel this love and this promise that Apostle Mercer is talking about, that Jesus, will you forgive me of my sins? I'm godly sorrow. Will you wash me and as white as snow? Will you help me to live a better life through that death, burial, and resurrection of Christ? I'm saying it my own way, God. Here am I, just empty. I'm bowing my head with this prophet. And I'm asking you to sup with me, to fill me with your Holy Spirit, and give me a chance to eternal life. Father, that I accept Jesus, your son who was born for me, who died on Calvary, that now I can have a chance to eternal life. Father, will you come into my heart at this time and save me? I would like us to have prayer and to remember today is a celebration that we don't know the day or the hour, but the Lord is. He is our provider, that God is our shepherd over us. We are his sheep. He made us. He's our father. He's our Abba father, that he can bless you in those times when it looks dry and all hope is gone. 
that he will bring you the peace in the midst of the storm if you just reach out and touch the hem of his garment. Yes, he can. God can do anything but fail. He can not only restore your soul and your heart and not only can just give you righteousness, but he can put healing in your body, your mind, and your heart. Be happy this holiday season. Hold your head up that you have seen another Christmas. And even though we walk through valleys of death and and we hear wars and rumors of wars, fear no evil. You know why? Because God got you. God have all of this in his hand. God has a plan for your life, and he'll let everybody see, everybody know that you are his beloved. His goodness and his mercy will always be with you, that you don't have to worry. I want to say to you again, happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas all over the world. Let us have a nation of peace, a smile. Let us be in a world where we can all just say hello to one another with a smile in our heart. Let us forgive those things and start our new year bright and fresh and let those things that's in the past, let it go. Have your backbone. Have your trust that God is able to do anything but fail. Ignore those who try to spitefully misuse you, talk about you, abuse you, and God knows try to critique you. Only person that can judge you is our Lord and our Savior. God bless you again, and I will say this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In Jesus' name we say, Amen. God bless you again. And remember, happy holidays to you, to your loved ones, and to know that Jesus is the reason for this holiday season. Amen. Amen. And God bless you. And have hope that God can do anything but fail. Merry Christmas to you. And I'll be over there for that uh, pumpkin pie. (laughs) God bless you. And remember, as you go out, try to show love one to another and forgive those who have spitefully misused you. Amen. Amen. Put a smile on your face and let this be a joyful and a happy time as we celebrate the birth of Christ. Amen. And happy holidays. Amen.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.